2: Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kisseli, you're hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. What's up, Fernando? And the wayward son back from Ohio. Travis Irvine is
3: here. Hello, Ben. Hello, Fernando. Good to be back. It's
2: nice to be able to smell and touch you.
3: Oh, thank you. No problem. <laughs> I don't know if he's been vaxxed. He's from Ohio. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. I've been vaxxed. I've been boosted, and I'm ready for smooching. All right. Mm. Let's have
2: sex with each other. We have a great <laughs> episode for you all today. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Ukraine, war and peace, peace and war. It might be more of <laughs> war coming in the very near future. I guess that's what happens when you spend damn near $800 billion a year on military. Yep. You got all the toys. Don't you want to play with we them? We got to use these. So we'll talk a bit about that. We'll also discuss some of uh, a smattering of other political things going on in the world. But before we get to that. Story of the day. Music. <laughs> who doesn't love music? I love music, Ben. Fernando? I love to dance. Isn't that something? <laughs> well, for all of those people who love music, you're going to hate this. <laughs> I separate my politi- I separate my celebrities from politics oftentimes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes celebrities say take me seriously for my politics Mm -hmm. and then they make a piece of art that is indicative of their political views and then i say i can't really separate the art from the artist from the politics from the artist here because you've made your art about the politics that you love so much
3: very good Mm -hmm.
2: do i want to get hammered with kid rock still yes (laughs) do i want to go do i want to go to las vegas with kid rock sure sure Do I want to be at a PTA meeting with Kid Rock? No. Oh, no. <laughs> he has a new song out. Okay. And Kid Rock, you know, again, he might, I don't know, but he, <laughs> he's taken the Let's Go Brandon thing, Oh boy, which isn't it already, even by the Let's Go Brandon contingent, isn't it already played? Yeah. That's my problem with this new song from Kid Rock. It seems like it's already old. The chorus is Let's Go, Brandon, and the lyrics are just something that are so (laughs) in this world. So in this world. Yeah. 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 Definitely within the world. So let's just live it. Let's give a listen to Kid Rock and maybe we can, um, you know, just start to rock and roll a little bit and feel better. Put, hey, I hope you have your tapping shoes on. Oh, I do. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. It's Kid Rock's new song. Entitled We the People. Oh, wow. He's
4: wow. laying it down, y'all. He's yeah, ready. This, this is just classic this
3: kid rock right Whoa!
2: This guy is cool. <laughs> I mean, the, he's on the. He's so far so good. Take your mask,
3: take your pills. Now we'll mentally
2: Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> That is the same Yeah Yeah woman. That is the same track he is used for that Yeah Yeah. That woman did it one time in 1993. He's got the same little person running around the stage. Joe C., he passed away. Oh, okay, never
3: mind. Oh, my God. You know? I can't. He is technically
2: I I musically talented because I think he knows how to play all instruments. Yeah. But it's the lyrics that Ooh. are just a little bit. Man.
1: What?
2: But now I'm back with Kid. Okay, oh. this, is why, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is why you just have to be drinking and you get blotto when he right. starts talking about Brandon. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm too drunk. But he's like, fuck Facebook. I'm like, no, Kid, yeah, we're buddy. back. We right. got you, bro. We got you. Uh. It's not really a great musical lyric.
3: No. More of a sentence. Right. He's just yelling things for a lot of this.
2: It is nice Whoa. that he is for raising the minimum wage, though. That- Very, he's still a populist. Yeah. You piece of shit. I don't <laughs> <Black man. laughs> No shit,
3: motherfucker. Whoa. All right. <laughs> Pro-black rights matter. Okay, okay no shit, okay. motherfucker. Okay, all Duh. right. But we gotta keep fighting for the right to be free. Uh-huh. And every now I'm back with kids. Wow. We all bleed <laughs> Interesting. Time for Love and Unity. I like those oh things. I, I like Love and I'm Unity. Back. Now I'm in Kid Rock's camp. But then he said, let's go, Brandon. Again. I don't understand why he is getting with the let's go, he Brandon crowd. both Black Lives Matter and let's go, Brandon in the same song. And what's with the minimum wage? <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: <laughs> wow. He's all over the political map. That's He's a milieu.
3: Ugh. Okay. Uh, okay. Good call. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah we said- wow. Social media trolls can suck our knees. <laughs> uh. oh. huh?
2: And now he's thinking about what he's going to say next. <laughs> no, he's just rocking out right now. Oh, breakdown, boys. Oh, now it seems as if the chorus has changed.
3: Oh. Hmm. Well, this is the bridge, I think. Yeah, this oh, this is, is the, the bridge.
2: bridge. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, we we're really going to listen to the whole thing, huh? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point. Rock that bitch up and down the coast. Oh, oh, I believe that that was a Hillary reference. Oh, really? I think there was a lock-up. Lock, lock lock there's a up. lot going on in this song. This is our generation's we didn't start the fire.
3: <laughs> I don't know about that.
2: This is powerful. This stuff. is our
3: generation's American pie. Yeah.
2: And then they got the Let's Go Brandon in there. Look at that. 51 years fun.
3: I got to say, if I was a teenage kid named Brandon right about now. <laughs> How do you feel? I'd feel pretty cool. You Seems feel like everyone wants me to go. Go,
2: yeah. I mean, but some people want you to, like, go to hell. And some people want you to, like, I don't know, not.
3: I don't. Is it nice? I'm going to be a NASCAR driver when I grow up.
2: All right. There it was. Kid Ooh. Rock's We The People.
3: Oh my God! Oh. Uh, oh. oh, okay. Okay, they're not, not exactly you know, they're sure not, who he's catering he said to a there. A lot of things in that song, but the at the end of it, they're not cheering any of the other things he said. Just nope. the "Let's Go" Brandon, which of course means "fuck Joe Biden." Oh. Which again, anyway. So that was a new <laughs> hit song
2: from Kid Rock. You remember Vietnam gave us great songs. CCR, so many
3: great songs. Running through the jungle.
2: Oh Uh, my uh, God! mm -hmm. You know, have you seen the rain there Mm -hmm. on a sunny day? Powerful imagery. Mm -hmm. And then here, we have Kid Rock.
3: (laughs) Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they do you, motherfucker. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Social social media trolls can suck our knees. See, so I agree with (laughs)
2: fifty-three percent of the song. Fifty-three. It's just the chorus. The let's go. It's just so corny. Right. And then of course, I don't care if you like Joe Biden or not, who gives a shit? He's fucking yeah, whatever. He's not a likable person. Right. Or whatever. Maybe he's like maybe that was the thing. He's like he's whatever. He's president, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. So I don't care. Uh-huh. I'm not like I'm I don't have a soft spot. I'm not like he can't handle you, kid. <laughs> kid, if you do this to Biden, yeah. Joe's going to cry oh, and no. he knows that you made a song about it. It doesn't matter. The walls are closing in. Um but I thought the minimum wage statements was pretty strong. Overall. Kid Rock coming in stupid <laughs> but yet also fun um yeah Do you, know, I mean, you want to have a serious I, opinion on this do you want tapt- to vlog I, yeah
3: we've tapped into our inner midwestern white boy roots over here <laughs> yep. and i'm kind of like mm, i'm gonna give it 49 percent <laughs> of the song just so i'm not
4: halfway over what do you think yeah okay i i haven't written any pop hits Okay, so okay. I just have to preface it, I, I haven't, and I haven't released any albums. It's so. been a
2: long time since the, the kid has had a pop hit as well, but... Yeah. Yeah,
4: it's been a while. But I don't understand his music.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? What do you is mean? It, is it the in-depth lyrics? Is it the- Was it when he said, fuck Twitter and fuck Facebook? What didn't you understand? Yeah. <laughs> Who is
4: he catering to? When Trump tries to do this, he gets booed. Mm-hmm. How can we aren't
3: booing Kid Rock? We're praising him for turning- Well, we're too, they're too busy chanting. Yeah, they're too busy <laughs> to chanting. Boo. They're too busy hearing the parts they want to hear and then cheering that. And then I think that's kind of how uh, Kid Rock works. A guess, smattering of opinion.
4: This mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. It's like I guess here's what it is. I I listen to it like I'm hearing Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. Oh, no, I, he, I hope he is Weird like Al Bob does a Dylan's cover. Bob Dylan's level serious.
2: He's like. Yeah, right, right, well, serious is point. in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> yeah. Is Kid Rock serious? He's, I yelling. So. he's yelling. I don't think he's yelling a lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot of snus. Mm. When I say tongue in cheek, there's also a little chewing tobacco in cheek of a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is fine. You, if you want to do your chaw, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, I feel like because the messenger is Kid Rock,
3: yeah. I can't really take it too seriously, but then do what we need to. Right. No, you don't. I mean, it's like you said, there was great music of the counterculture in the 60s. Bob Dylan was incapable of yelling like that.
2: Well, now Bob Dylan, is still hung up on JFK.
3: It's like, my exactly. Well, and that's the thing. That 17-minute song is our generation's Kid Rock. Indeed indeed it is. Well,
2: sometimes you live long enough to become the villain or in Kid Rock's case. The hero. Oh wow! Anyway, that'll be really exciting when you hear that song at the bar for the thousandth time, and you want to <laughs> yeah. shoot your frickin brains out <laughs> because some hammered dickhead really loves the message. Although maybe it'll deter. People from playing it too much because of the BLM and the minimum wage stance.
3: Right, right. Mm. And Well, and you think of uh, when we were in Nashville a few years ago, Kid Rock has that four story. like
2: the Donkey honky tonk. It's Kid Rock's honky tonk. It's fantastic. I mean, we went in there for a total of 20 minutes. It's right across from the Johnny Cash Museum. It is three stories, and every weekend, somebody Someone falls, falls
3: off. of the patio, yeah. And uh, you got to think, this song would just be blaring out of that all it will along be. Broadway in Nashville. I mean, this could be.
2: We're going to be in Nashville in June for the big company show. Woo! Well, I yeah, think going know hear where this. we're going to
3: go. We're going to the third <laughs> <Yeah>. floor.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to jump off to that song. <laughs> Let's, go, song. Go,
3: Let's Brent. go, Brent. Ah!
2: Where'd Ben go? Oh, he's on the ground. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of celebrity news, we also have to talk about Alex Jones because, of course, he's quite politically He's a political operative in many ways. Absolutely. He was a political pawn used by the Roger Stones of the world. And I think that he now understands what a stooge he is mm. as he turns on Trump and kind of turns on a lot of the people that he helped create and vice versa. Right. Alex Jones. He pled the fifth a hundred times during the select committee's investigation into January 6th. Wow. One hundred times of pleading the fifth, which is a lot for
3: someone someone to say anything who loves to talk. He loves to talk. (laughs) And so
2: I actually give Alex a little bit of credit. Yeah! Wow, I can't believe it. he actually kept his freaking mouth shut, Right? I guess, to benefit himself.
3: I mean, the only other thing he's ever mentioned a hundred times in one sitting is to buy his supplements. So there That's you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. This is according uh, to his radio show. Jode said the remote deposition was interesting and characterized the questions that were asked as pretty reasonable. <laughs> okay. Um, but then he does go on to say that he wanted to answer the questions, but at the same time,
3: it's a good thing that he didn't. Folks. My lawyer told me almost 100 times today during the investigation on the Advice of Counsel, I am asserting my Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. So I'm going to continue to do so on your show uh, because they'll go ahead and ask me anything. Yeah, ask uh, you uh, anything, uh, too, but you're not remaining
2: silent. But that's fantastic. It's great to have you here. Oh, yeah, thank you. What did you think as you were on stage giving your speech to the raving lunatics there on January 6th, kind of requesting, now this is January 5th, of course, you spoke, kind of requesting that they go and they take action, and maybe tonight they think about what they want to do tomorrow for january 6th maybe plot and stuff like that in any way do you feel complicit in what happened on jan 6 or do you feel
3: like these people were rogue Uh, i'm gonna go in and plead the fifth amendment on that one (laughs) thank (laughs) you so much all right
2: um how much chili did you have today
3: i'm gonna have to plead the five-star chili amendment on that one as well i love my five-star chili
2: well that is absolutely fantastic (laughs) so at this point Alex Jones, for the first time, maybe ever, doesn't have anything to say. And as we've talked about many times on this show before, be careful who you follow because they will not help you when you inevitably take the fall Look at Trump. He hasn't helped Mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. The guy bailed out Kodak Black. Mm -hmm. He helped out. He he got some people out of prison. Not, of course, now he's not president, so he doesn't have that much power. Although he does have money and he does have a legal team he could offer his support, even though his legal team is also in legal trouble. Nonetheless, (laughs) it shows that you, the person without the power, You get a little rub from someone like Donnie, but at the end of the day, you're still the fall guy. You're still the fall guy. And I think Alex Jones is realizing that as he rolls down a hill trying desperately not to talk.
3: Right, and you gotta think too about the article uh, Fernando sent us a few weeks ago. uh, Steve Bannon Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. They supposedly had a charity, the same way Steve Bannon had a charity uh, raising money to build the wall. Yeah, oh, the defense all, charity. Yeah, the, now now they've had this defense charity that he's launched from his podcast, the War Room, with Steve Bannon. Not
2: the way it works. Also, the defense. Defense does not need charity. No. It's the no, only thing <laughs> in this country, dare I say, in the world, that is well financed.
3: Right. It's a it's a well-oiled machine. It's they're good. doing they're fine. fine. But again, Steve Bannon, these funds aren't really even going to the defense of the people mm-hmm. who need it. So you have all these figures, Alex Jones, Roger Stone, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, like you said, Ben, they're not getting hit. Well, if anything, they're making money off you.
2: As we've talked about, the only thing that trickles down is the cost. Steve Bannon, another person who in this, in the uh, craptastic pyramid of Trump politics, let's put Donald on top, followed by Ivanka, Donnie Jr., and then we'll put Eric in there, even though, you know, That's so sweet. And then after that, you have your operatives, right? Yes. Then you have your Stones, your Manaforts, Mm -hmm. uh, Bannons, and so on. And then beneath that... Then you have your Oath Keepers. Yeah. And then beneath that, you have your Stooges, mm-hmm. your more Oath Keepers, Alex Jones. And then beneath that, you have your your Stooges, the, the audience. Mm-hmm. The donors. The donors. The,
3: who fund the whole the, oh freaking thing and,
2: and the, 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 the pyramid scheme. Perhaps the true diehards, the yeah. ones who are like tried and true, who believe. Alex Jones knows that he just made shit up to get through doing a radio show. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like... Woo! Woo! Thank God I got another one in the books. I hope they believe they that, that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and the ones that do believe the bullshit are the ones who are, again, taking the fall. So Bannon isn't taking the fall. Jones, to some degree, is under a little bit of pressure. But the people who are being prosecuted are all the morons who listen to these morons who are listening to the ultimate moron, Donald Trump. And they're the ones who are going to be incarcerated for the foreseeable future and will always have their lives altered and changed because whenever they go in for a job interview, they're going to be like, "Now, what
3: happened? right? Right. Well, this one day it doesn't help that they enter to the kid rock song, Let's Go, Brandon. Whoa! <laughs>
4: how, how does it compute? I always ask this question. But how does it compute when the president, his three kids have been indicted. They've been
2: subpoenaed. That's and just good. Well, that's, you know, to be fair, most presidents' kids should be indicted. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> but how? Where, how is the disconnect? You're seeing Alex Jones, Steve Bannon, every single person except Trump now has pretty much been indicted. His followers, everyone you just named in that, that multi-level marketing scheme yeah. that is Trump, everyone <laughs> you just named was pretty much indicted or has been subpoenaed. Right. When does it finally, when can you finally look at someone who's been a pro Trumper a let's go brandon this whole time and go, do you see he's wrong? Like do you actually see? Well again, as we talk about
2: with people breaking out of cult like uh, the cult-like mind space—it's very difficult, yeah. Because then, of course, you must admit uh, that what you believed was wrong, and then also when it comes to lie by omission, and when it comes to talking about the other group or the out group, you don't have to focus on Donald Trump. Right? Just focus on fuck Joe Biden, and just focus on what? a whole series of other issues that you have, and there, almost Donald Trump is secondary.
3: There's only a handful of people, like the the guy who led Cowboys for Trump, I believe, finally became like remorseful and yeah. like was mm. like we were promised this and this, and, and also
2: this. Joe. Walsh, the politician who was a total Trumper, but then not a Trumper, but I don't believe in any of that bullshit. I don't believe in Ann Coulter. I don't think she's an anti Trumper. I don't think she gives. She is someone who wanted to be invited to a White House dinner and wasn't and now she's upset. It's a pet peeve (laughs) of mine when people on Twitter would be like I can't believe I agree with Ann Coulter today but she is right about this. (laughs) It's like no no, she's not. She's She's a total fucking (laughs) psychopath. She she's a political grifter who understands her next big book is going to be about Ron DeSantis, right. and that's how she's going to sell five hundred thousand copies, and that'll be enough to sustain her for the next five years because all she does is eat Jello.
4: And that's exactly <laughs> why We the People bothered me so much when ah. we played it earlier because this is what I was hearing. Because you
2: don't like to rock and no, roll, no, no, you don't like. Yelling? Was it
4: because it's a horrible
2: song? <laughs> no, I, what has
4: nothing to do with the quality of the song. Again, I'm not a music writer. Uh, I, I'm sure he. The song is better than what I could make. I what bothers roll. me uh, is the cool, the cult mentality of the song. Yeah, you're ignoring. Yes, there was a few. Yes. All all, you know, Black Lives Matter. Yes, I get. But it's still very cult like and it's cult propaganda. And that's what bothers me about that song, because it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But it's still there's someone listening to this, getting Amped up getting, oh, yeah, getting let's go, Brandon
3: oh, dude. in their bedroom. That they might as well play okay. that song over footage of January 6th exactly. every year for the anniversary. was like, yeah, let's go. Okay, fire them well, up. All right,
2: it is possible. I don't know if they need to be fired up any more than <laughs> they currently were. Fuck Facebook. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll talk about social media here in a second, because when it comes to polarization, mm. that which is what we're discussing mm. in the theme of the day, theme of the day, that's correct. Um, politicians who are more polarized on social media or the more polarizing statements that are said on social media, those obviously garner more attention. And this is how politicians stay in the public eye. As a matter of fact, there was just a politician who put out uh, a tweet today saying that he's never seen a president be so disrespectful to the free press before, like Joe Biden. Um, of course, again, it's a bit ironic coming from <laughs> someone who loved the previous president. But let's talk about Kid Rock and what he could do on the border.
4: David Hasselhoff,
3: <laughs>
2: he <laughs> tore down the wall with rock and roll, didn't he? Oh, he, he sure roll. did,
3: somehow. Perhaps Kid Rock. And his pecs.
2: And his pecs. And Kid Rock, maybe he could stand and build the wall. Mm. With his wonderful music, <laughs> isn't that powerful? That's but then powerful. he's gonna he's gonna cut his audience. Probably, I don't know what's gonna happen there with the. I don't know. he has zone it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right, how right, he booked the right, show. Right, right. But anyway,
0: <laughs> can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, "You Might Be Right," former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories.
2: All right, let's talk about social media interactions and news articles. So this is actually exclusive data from Newswhip, and it found that Senator Ted Cruz and Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez – that's AOC Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. – Uh, They generate the most social media interactions per article, an indicator of how much the Internet lights up in response to their names. The most impactful news makers aren't necessarily the busiest. For example, President Biden ranks lowest on interactions per article among 23 well-known active politicians. The only person he is above is Senator Chuck Schumer. Oh. So the top people on social media when it comes to politicians getting press. Ted Cruz, he has around 2,000, uh, 2,000, 2.3 thousand, every time there's an article mm-hmm. about Ted Cruz, about 2.3 thousand people comment. Wow. AOC, about 1.9 thousand. And then the list goes down from there. But you see the list of names in here are all firebrands. Ted Cruz, AOC, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Rashida Tlaib, Ron DeSantis, Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Joe Manchin, and then Joe Biden. So it proves the point that we've been talking about ad nauseum Mm -hmm. that big tech, social media, all of these things Benefit off of polarization. And now they've fracked the American people psychologically to a point where if you want to fundraise, Mm -hmm. say some bat crazy Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of us will look at you like you're nuts. Right. But the one person, 1% of people that believe there are Nazis on Mars are going to give you a (laughs) shitload (laughs) of
3: cash. Right. And you got to think a lot of that interaction is probably both people who agree with you and people who hate you. So Uh, the the polarization continues throughout the comments well nine of the 10
2: stories about aoc last year were from right-wing outlets again talking about the other they don't want to talk about themselves right you want to look take care of yourself before you judge others, wow. that's what I say. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, when it comes to Marjorie Taylor Greene, only two of the top stories from these outlets involved her. So most right-wing media is not about Marjorie Taylor Great. Greene. Mm. It's about AOC. Yeah. And the, the brown inverse. Women. Exactly. And the inverse is, is true of that as well. The Democrat or people on the left talk about the right, right, talk about the left. And then meanwhile, again, as we're trying to pick up the pieces and try to find the, both the positive and negative of both, uh, it becomes very difficult, yeah, because all you're hearing again is live eye omission and one sided complaints,
3: and that makes total sense for me that Ted Cruz is the top of that list, even over AOC, because you we could see as we f- saw in the last few weeks when he accidentally referred to the people who stormed the Capitol as terrorists, and then got,
2: accidentally,
3: accidentally, and then uh, got uh, dragged by Tucker for that, and then he had to reverse and go to the Senate committee and ask the FBI chief about Ray Epps, right, and then what did that? Turn into an email that I got in my email saying, "Hey, I'm asking the FBI the hard question. It's me, Ted Cruz, give me money, right?" And so it all wraps into the same and, effect.
2: And so I guess the question is, when do we pump the brakes on it, or how do we pump the brakes on it? Right. I mean, I remember back in the day, political slime campaigns are nothing new. Karl Rove was amazing at it in 2000. He was one of the best. Yeah. McCain should have won the Republican primary in In 2000 2000. and Um, John
3: Kerry probably could have, should have won the presidential election in 2004, but they had swift boaters for truth.
2: That's right. John Kerry, a man who actually spent time in Vietnam was not, I guess he he was not Vietnamese enough. Right. Right. And so he got swift boated. And then for, uh, for McCain, he had a black adopted daughter, and Carl Rove spread messages that he had a black daughter out of wedlock, mm-hmm. all this, that, and the other. Oh Meanwhile, the irony is the person who actually did have a black daughter out of wedlock was Strom Thurmond. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, yep. let's not let the truth get in the way of a good political angle. So when it comes to lies, it's nothing new. It's just back in the day, it was a flyer underneath your windshield. Right, or a mailer. Na- or a mailer. And now it's like next to a true story of whatever true story you want out there, you know, education or criminal justice reform Vaccines. or whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you'll have these things where it's like, yeah, get, you know, we're we got way too many people in prison. And did you hear Nazis are on Mars? Oh! Whoa! Click 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 click. Donate 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 donate. Click click click. Donate (laughs) donate. I play the fifth. So it's just so I guess the question is how do we how do we pump the brakes on that?
3: Well, social media sure ain't doing uh, the job as Kid Rock pointed out. Fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter. Um, Yeah, but then again, I mean at the
2: same time, these people are doing they are getting what they want from it. Yeah, they're using the tools effectively. There's a reason
4: Ted Cruz always tweets at AOC and makes sure that he replies to everything AOC oh, and he quotes. So it because he knows this. He knows he, that. Ted Cruz knows that mm-hmm. these clicks are money, that these clicks are voters, that these clicks right. directly tie to his wallet. And AOC may know that, but she's not saying it the way Ted Cruz is saying it, I feel.
2: Right. And it's also, you know, I'm just going back to this headline. This is a great little article by Axios, by the way. Um, these are all people's... People are doing this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's us clicking it, on yeah, it. Exactly. Right? It's us clicking on the stupid exactly. headline. It's us clicking on the dumb thing that Ted Cruz or AOC says or whatever. It's... Uh, or the inflammatory thing mm-hmm. that one of them say, again, Marjorie Taylor Greene, DeSantis. Um, You vote she- with your views on social media. Right. You really do. Click. And so it's up to us to then say, well... I guess, no, I'm not going to participate in that. But then again, what do we, I mean, right. people seem to like to participate in that.
3: I mean, it's the toxic culture that, I mean, we've seen in these studies that have been rolled out in the last few months that Facebook is making things more polarized. Social media is making people feel more isolated in their own bubbles. And yeah. that's what you you get. You get politicians taking advantage of this new clickbait system. I would even throw out there, as a journalism uh degree holding guy (laughs) that media is doing the same thing they're basically Mm -hmm. creating headlines to get you to click to you know to cover the beef between ted cruz and aoc aoc owns ted cruz ted cruz drinks liberal tears so on and so forth
2: exactly and interestingly enough when it comes to the hyper partisanship it's proving itself to be effective in house races oh, oh yeah absolutely you have of someone like mo brooks he's up eight he's up 17 points already mm-hmm. uh you know jackie spire uh here in our spear out here in california she's already up 30 karen bash she's a democrat in cali she's up 40 i mean you have jody rice you know it's just so many people are not In the need, so people, so many people in power don't have the need to politic because they're in safe districts. Who the the hell gives a crap if you're up thirty points uh, going in?
4: There's no competition. Exactly. I propose that uh, Alejandra Ocasio Cortez, AOC, would not even have been in office had it not been for social media. Because of the draw that she, because again she hit the ground running with social media.
2: Well, and that is well, she also to her credit knocked on all the doors. She 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 went through multiple pairs
3: of shoes. But you're also right; she raised money through social media, (laughs) right? And and, and that's how she's big now. She
4: goes on Twitch. She blows up the Twitch. I mean, everything she, all her moves. If they're not. If they're not pro, if the aren't Democrats going yay AOC, then it's Republicans going that evil brown woman doing something evil in the White House again. So it's- Well, they
2: also want to have sex with her. So the big picture (laughs) is incumbents. How often do you think an incumbent wins?
3: Oh, uh, it's anywhere from 80 to 90% of the time. almost always. It's almost always.
2: 91%. Almost always. 91%. That
3: That checks out. Especially, I mean, talk about polarization in real life form, gerrymandering. That, that is where we're at, and we're seeing with the new maps being created from the 2020 census in a lot of states, more gerrymandering is being done, so you're absolutely right, Ben. It ends up being more about your primary, and who's the more extreme Republican, who's the more extreme Democrat, and then once you get that primary win, then you're basically elected in the general. And
2: something interesting to watch out for in 2022, apparently there are 19 districts that now have open seats. Mm-hmm. So the incumbent has either died ah. or retired. Or maybe they got into radio and singing. Oh, fine. Maybe they got into (laughs) songwriting.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: According to uh, Dave Wasserman, he says, open seats are the biggest accelerant of extremism and breeding grounds for ideological warfare. So with the 19 seats that are now wide open, which I think is good in many ways, but what new politicians take those seats and how do they get to those seats, which I actually think is more interesting, because when they get there, it is what it is. They have some power, but then most of them just kind of do as they're told. But how do they get there I think is fascinating because we're going to start to see some pretty – well, start to see. We've already seen some pretty uh, vitriol, vitriolic uh, campaigns out there, and I think we're just going to see so many more.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, especially, again, gerrymandered districts, state by state. Feel free to Google what your state is doing because every state is dealing with this right now, redrawing congressional maps, Um, and there's a lot of areas that are just safe Democrat, safe Republican, but you're absolutely right. Those toss-up races, those races that uh, are open seats, it does kind of tend to be um, more of anybody's game.
2: Well, and it is also because of the primary process. I am for open primaries. Right. I think And every
3: state's different in that regard, too.
2: Every state is different in that regard. This is according to Ohio State University's Edward Foley. Oh, Ed! Um, He says that the structural conditions in place for the primary They produce the deepest red Republicans and the deepest blue Democrats, again, Mm -hmm. oftentimes because they're closed elections. Mm -hmm. So this is in part uh, because primary elections also tend to attract fewer voters. So you have a smaller voter base, but a much more intense voter base. And those are the primary voters. So to get them, I guess the message here is go extreme. Yep. And then walk it back during the general? Or if you're in a place like New York where if you're a D and you get the primary, if you're a Democrat and you get the primary, you're in.
3: You're in. You just you and shut up and and just wait for November, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't even have a real
2: campaign against a, a tangible opponent from the other political party. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of the question when it comes to these new politicians using new technology yeah. in the old way of mm-hmm. political gamesmanship. And just overall Tear down politics mm-hmm. Well let's move on a little bit from polarization oh. And move on to something that All politicians seem to agree on Okay Let's go to war Whee! 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 Can't wait for the music Bad company <laughs> They just
4: play the We the people while the
2: bombs <laughs> rain down Whee! So what do you have when you what, do you what do you have when you have almost 800 billion dollars a year going to the military? You're going to have a lot of weapons and you're going to have a lot of people who want to use said weapons. Mm. Putin, Ukraine, this crisis has been going on for so long. It's almost cliche at this point. Mm-hmm. Putin has been attempting to expand Russia back to the Soviet Union. He's been wanting to get the Baltic states back under his control. He said the saddest moment of his life. And he's Russian, so you know it must have been really <laughs> oh, he's sad. Seen some sad shit. <laughs> it's been, like, sad for him. But the saddest <laughs> moment of his life, of course, was the collapse of the Soviet Union, and he has been attempting to rebuild it ever since Joe Biden has said however if he does go into Ukraine there's going to be enormous consequences (gasps) as we have almost 9,000 troops now getting ready to be stationed Mm. at the Ukrainian border the only positive thing here is Fernando it looks like you're going to get the first win when it comes to the 2022 (laughs) prediction game whoa
4: I'm so happy. This is what I've Yay. always wanted. <laughs> That's exactly what you wanted.
2: War. So pay attention as well to how media is going to be amp- uh, amping up their messaging for war. Lord knows. If we wanted to go to war with every single country that had horrible leadership, we would definitely be in Saudi Arabia right now. But <laughs> believe it or not, uh, they have a thing that we like oh yeah what's oh, that? liquid gold mm, nom, 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 nom. oil
4: i think they've been prepping for this for a while not just oh, yeah, you know course. physically but on the like the, on the internet and the media uh every hacking that has happened in the past two years during the pandemic who did it get blamed on immediately or get connected to immediately russia. Sure. the russia exactly and there's been a lot of that there's been a lot of the is russia behind is russia behind trump is mm-hmm. and you know and,
2: and fuck putin i can't wait for the day he dies i think he's a horrible oh, piece oh, he's of a shit horrible person. and uh and i think russia deserves a lot better but we'll see my when it comes to war what matters to me the most is what's actually behind the intention of the war
3: right does mm. this
2: in does Biden, does Putin and what happens in Ukraine, does that affect us globally? Does that make us more or less safe? These are the questions we constantly weigh. I understand they might want to not—they want to stop it before it begins the expansion of Russia. Right. And of course, when it comes to our ability to do that, we certainly have it. Russia's military is still really small. Oh yeah. I mean, it's we—we we will destroy them.
3: Yes. You yeah, know, yeah, we yeah. would yeah.
2: absolutely <laughs> crush Russia. But of course, they do have. The bomb, whoa, Ooh, is bomb. which is scary. Mm. So right now, Moscow, Moscow has built up uh, about a hundred thousand Russian troops at the border. Now, taking questions from reporters, President Biden said that there was going to be enormous consequences worldwide. Whoa, and he said the largest it could lead, quote to the largest invasion since World War II. What?
3: All right, calm down, Joe.
2: I mean, that's what he (laughs) says. Mr. Biden added that he would feel obliged to beef up NATO's presence in Eastern Europe by saying, we have got to make it clear there's no reason for anyone, any member of NATO to worry whether NATO would come to their defense. Right. So it is happening right in front of our eyes. As Boris Johnson is in a political scandal because he had a birthday party he wasn't supposed to have because yes, right. he's a bloviating bastard yeah. <laughs> uh, who broke his own rules. It's the hypocrisy that makes people upset. That's really it. As Joe Biden is hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging support as we live in a nation that seems to be losing its identity. What is a way to get? political support back what's right. a way to rally around the flag what's a way to get some more kid rock tunes out We're exactly exactly my go thoughts. to war Wag the dog rag because- the dog and there's a lot of freaking money in it and of course putin there's no love lost i don't like the man i don't like what russia has done uh for when it comes to their foreign policy and when it comes to their Uh, to the domestic policy again it's just horrible the Mm -hmm. civil rights abuses are just horrible i mean god knows fernando (laughs) brown brown and gay have fun in I, Russia. I can't wait to go there. <laughs> yeah,
4: I. You, you see that to me. This is also everything Ben just said. This is more of a political, uh, political up move, hype move. Because what was happening last sure. year with Belarus? Sure. You know they what, right. with the, what being a forced uh, the forced plane landing in Belarus, right. so they could ad- a, arrest a Russian uh, critic. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah so basically a Putin critic, a Putin critic. So why why didn't that cause you know involvement from the U.S.? Why now? Why this? Right. This, all of this seems to me like, again, what Ben Posturing. said, it's all about timing and
2: exactly. Right. And of course, you know, people want revenge on Vladimir Putin. They do. And now that oh. the anti-war left has dissipated right. it's or become has become
3: MSNBC pro-war It's bizarre. commentators. And
2: I think, I was thinking about this yesterday, the right slowly and kind of stealthily took the anti-war movement right that
3: was and when the hell did that happen well basically because
2: am i wrong i mean for those listening uh let me know what you think too you know dm me and, and tweet tweet at me or whatever but
3: when did that happen so the history behind this is when joe biden current president was vice president in 2014 that is when vladimir putin went into crimea yes annexed crimea 2014, did that, oh, and it was no. a slap in the face to Obama, NATO, mm. everything. Now, keep and in then mind... And don't
2: forget, Obama was meeting with Medvedev. Yep, Medvedev. and he said uh, after the election, I'll have more wiggle room to work with you. That was in 2011. That was a hot, mic moment. Was a hot mic moment.
3: He got caught on it. He wanted to actually have a relationship with Putin and Russia, just like a uh, previous president, George W. Bush, said he looked into Putin's eyes and saw, I saw a soul. Yeah, it was so it freaking was a soul in there. So every... American president has tried to have a good relationship with right. Putin, but after he obviously went into another country and just kind of took a part of it in 2014, it was a slap in the face to this American diplomacy and NATO and the left, the people who were, you know, in the military, the CIA during Obama's administration have always had a chip on their shoulder about it, especially mm. when 2016 came around yeah. and Vladimir Putin, you know, he answered the question, well, why did you go into Crimea that way? He's like, well, just look what the Americans did in Iraq and he would always point to that. And then he'd hold it over American diplomats, essentially, in that way. And in I mean, 2016, when he started meddling, when Russia started meddling and right. kind of being uh, vaguely pro-Trump with ads and other various weird support measures, fuck Facebook, for example. That yeah, was a I mean, thing.
2: What they were doing, it's its classic psyop. It's mm-hmm. taking both sides of the issue um, radicalizing both groups mm-hmm. right. and then creating a event where they
3: both show up. Exactly. And Putin did not want Hillary Clinton to win 2016. He said as much. He said, I want a president, an American president who will not pursue America's imperialist motives as much. He said well, that. Because Hillary was about to news. blow his ass up. Exactly. And remember, Syria was hitting up. And, and si-
2: speaking of elections as well, Hillary was one of the people talking about how the Russian elections were flawed. They are flawed. He wins they like 98%. Flawed. Exactly. Yeah. He kills everybody else. With bad sushi,
3: right? <laughs> or I
2: think it's the plutonium. Well, then yeah,
3: they, they still stole that umbrella that like sticks into people and gives so you poison.
2: But that's a great point. So Hillary's foreign policy platform was to be very aggressive against Russia, and very. And aggressive. then of course yeah. Vladimir is like, well, then I don't like you, right? And of course they have a long history of each other. Yeah. And then Trump and Putin, they have a long history as well, but a corporate history, yeah, and a mm. different relationship, exactly.
3: But and so that taps into. Exactly. When did the right kind of become this weird, vaguely pro Russia uh, group? Or do
2: you think it's only anti war because we're talking about war with Russia? Right.
3: If oh, we were if did, we were
2: talking yeah. Yeah. about war again, with brown with, people. Well, with China, mm-hmm. I well, mean, God others. knows, with others. Basically. Well, Russians, Russians are others. Nah,
4: to us, you're not. <laughs> you all look the
2: same to us. <laughs> no, Russians, they're they have huge heads. Yeah,
3: yeah, gigantic <laughs> uh, heads.
2: They, I wrestled a Russian. <laughs> no, <laughs> thick skulls. Thanks. You, you ever
3: <laughs> see a Russian wrestle? I've seen them the, the oh, fight in right, Rocky,
2: Rocky, Rocky. Oh form. my god! They, yeah. I mean, say what you want about the Russians, they are
3: tough sons of bitches. Absolutely. But this again, but I do wonder
2: if it is it because. Russia has somehow gained a level of love from certain people in this country on the right now. Right. I wonder if that has something to do with it. But anyway. Well,
3: and you remember Obama also, when he did come face to face with Putin before his presidency ended, he told Vladimir Putin to knock it off with the election meddling. <laughs> and what again, what did Putin say? He's like, well, America has meddled in a lot of elections throughout That's history around the right. world. So he keeps doing this dance. He's like, I'm just doing what you're doing. And well, then, if you're going to hold us up
2: to the standards of what we do, <laughs> then I'm sorry. Yeah, We're going to have to fight you. We're going to have to kill you. <laughs>
3: exactly. So yeah, it's this long 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 history is about eight years in the making that have gotten us to this point where it really is. Now it's going to be a flex off. It's going to be a a dick wagon contest and it's going to be not quite as serious as the old cold war of the sixties, right? Um, but it's going to, it's going to become almost like a proxy war. that's what Syria was. A lot of people said that was a proxy war, but between Mm, Russian-backed militias and United States-backed militias. So this is where we've gotten, and it's Ukraine. Congratulations, Ukraine. You're the battlefront.
2: Do you think this This gives any wiggle room to the man who loves to wiggle? (gasps) Mitt Romney.
3: Oh! 2012. (laughs) Mm.
2: He was one of the only uh, presidential candidates talking about Russia.
3: That's right. They said, what's the biggest national security threat? They laughed at him.
2: They laughed. Is there any room for someone like him, if we go into a war with Russia, Wow! now he can tout, I was the one I was on the front lines telling you all this, that, and the other. Let's say a war rages on over these next couple of years or tensions continue to rise. Oh. And now the next president is the president who is either going to bring us into war, or, tangible war, right, or avoid it. Someone like a Mitt would, I would assume, take the hawkish angle. But then again, as we just said, I, if Hillary runs again, which is plausible, she'll
3: outhawk anybody. She's a hawk. She's a hawk. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a fascinating run. Mitt Romney versus Hillary Clinton 2024, because there's those rumors that Hillary Clinton might try to make a comeback because Joe is so unpopular. Even Kamala is very unpopular as a yeah. VP.
2: Unless, of course, we get the rally around the flag effect If we do end up going into war The question is Does that work now With new media With more insight into what war actually Looks like in the modern day And with more insight into how much it costs Both in treasure and lives And
3: then what's the freaking point? Well, the the point is is that all the people singing Let's Go Brandon Change that tune to Let's Go Biden And now they're behind the (laughs) president Uh, Woo!
2: Yeah, well, I'd like a protest song better. I guess <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever happened to CCR?
3: <laughs> right, oh. John Fogarty, I think happened to CCR. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think, Fernando? You're the war. You're the man who wants war. I don't want war. No, it's but terrifying. he predicted
4: it. I predicted it only because I can feel it. I can feel the tension. You just looked at I'm, our
3: mi- our military uh, budget. No, this like, like, guy from used. Grindr from Russia aren't answering me anymore. Ben, we're in wartime. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's why you got to get on uh, Trump's new platform, Truth. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that also plays into what we were talking about with the politicians who are the most extreme on social media. As soon as this stuff pops off, you wait. It's going to happen if there is a tangible war. As soon as someone says something bad about it, it's going to go off. Mm -hmm. There's going to be all this, that and the other. It's all going to happen again. And um, it'll be interesting because we'll see if Biden starts the war, the left is going to look at the right and be like, you're not for the war. War? Yeah, Yeah, you don't love America. And then I'm going to have to say "Left, you're going crazy. (laughs) You're
3: going crazy, left.
2: No, I'm sorry. It's
3: a reverse of 2004.
2: It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know. Thinking about that yesterday, like how did they go? The right wing after they started the worst war in American history. Right. In Iraq and Afghanistan, how do they somehow carve out the anti-war left and bring it over to their camp, or at least some of it? Yeah, I mean, you have RFK Jr. now, for example, right? Not a Republican by any stretch of the imagination. No, his wife, Cheryl Hines, from "Curb Your Enthusiasm," had to apologize for being married to him. Which I would, I would, I don't care what my (laughs) wife does, I wouldn't really publicly apologize. Although he did say that. You know, he made the Anne Frank analogy, Holocaust analogy. Anytime right, you right, dabble in big those kinds anti-vaccine of
3: anti-vaccine, big anti-vax
2: yeah. guy. Again, mm-hmm. they had a massive anti-vax uh, event there in Washington, D.C. But you have someone like him who proves now the anti-vax right. Will someone like a liberal Democrat in RFK Jr. Right now start voting Republican or is that just one issue? How important is that issue to them? Right. Is that a single issue vote where if it's yes or no, it's like it seems for him like it's a vital issue. Right. Yeah. So how can he vote for any politicians that, that's for vaccines?
3: And you keep in mind the Green Party candidate in 2016, Jill Stein, uh, also anti-vaccine. Uh, advocate, oh, wow. and who is she sitting at a table with? With then uh, General Michael Flynn in Russia for the RT anniversary, she was at the same table as Vladimir Putin. Whoa, so Vladimir Putin, if he's man, Putin, if you're listening to this podcast, you're pulling some strings, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yep, this <laughs> well, is what uh,
2: Robert Kennedy Jr. He did apologize for making the Holocaust reference. He said, "I apologize for my reference to Anne Frank." Now you
3: got to go even grab. That's Harvey Firestein. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you need to go even grab a little. How more. do you do it? Uh, Here, I'm just going to
2: Yeah, Travis Urvine, he's he's got it He knows how to sound like, like an inbred person
3: uh, I apologize for my reference to rage, Especially to <laughs> families that suffered the Holocaust horrors <laughs> I meant yeah, to utilize examples of past barbers uh, 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 uh. He's choking on his own uh, privilege uh, 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 uh. Wow. Anyway, the Kennedy curse continues Yes, it does <laughs>
2: He's got some voice problem, but he does have a radio show, and he there's no way he got it through nepotism.
3: Oh, you know that? <laughs> no, people that sound like they're a going through a, a, a,
2: a getting stabbed with a box shredder <laughs> with a box cutter always get radio shows. Yeah, well, there's I'll, no way it was because of his last name that he has any amount of success.
3: I prefer Delilah. Oh, Delilah. Mm. Now there's a voice to fall asleep <laughs> to. There is no backing out
4: of
2: this now
3: either. Once those right.
4: people are there, once the yeah. troops are there, it's, what else are they going to do?
3: Ben? Well,
2: this is it. And as soon as there are shots fired, that is an act of war. Yep. If there are any Russian troops that injure an American any troop, casualties, any casualties, it's an act of war. And then from there much like buying your new house once the process starts it goes kind of fast oh yeah it goes kind of fast just rolling Mm -hmm. downhill Um, yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean any it it like the chances of you getting hammered are a lot more likely if you're at a bar yes and if you set up (laughs) everything and you got all the placemats (laughs) out and you got the menus out Mm. you're ready to you're ready to go to war yeah all it takes is an order
3: Mm. And then boom! I'll take one bullet bourbon.
2: I'll please. have one bullet bourbon,
1: mm, and nothing,
2: then nothing. one that bullet goes through the brain of one of our troops, or vice versa. And then boom! That's a we have ourselves scale. a we have ourselves a war that again gets us nothing other than the ability to see our toys do what they do best: mm-hmm. maim and murder people. Seven
3: hundred sixty-eight billion dollars. And if you
2: think them. for one second that the U.S. has and this is I, I love America it's my favorite country oh um we do not have the resolve to Make sure Ukraine stays independent Ugh, As yeah. much as the Russians Have the resolve to make sure it doesn't oh, right, right, <laughs> right, Like right, at right. some point we're just Like all Americans We're just going to be at war for three years and be like Guys, okay, we've been here a Come while. on guys, yeah. when do we roll
3: the credits here Yeah, you already spent five trillion
0: dollars We had a good
2: show guys, can we wrap it up Wrap
0: it up
2: Yes, just do what Biden did and just send a text And say come home now Yeah, right mm. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll keep you up to date on what goes on. The rhetoric is heating up. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? I personally get I am more inclined to believe that there will be military action because A, Biden's <laughs> approval ratings are in the shit. Right. Yeah. Again, B, what there's that that budget is there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got approved A- by everybody. And C, elections. Ooh, mm. Midterm elections. Midterm elections. A lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. And if it is go to war or not go to war as an election, um, if that is a question for the 2022 midterms. Right. Wow. Because there are Americans. I mean, me too. Me as well. Uh, I fucking I am pissed at the Russians for what they did. I'm pissed at everything about it. Sure. Um, I'm pissed at people believing lies, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So fuck them. Right. So I just wonder if that is enough of a sentiment for then people to extrapolate that into, let's go to war. Even though, again, we know what happens when you go to war. The it's military tears good. down. It cannot build up. It doesn't know how to do it. It's not. It's like, you know.
3: Right. We have, We don't have the bandwidth. It's like going
2: to prison for <laughs> therapy. It's yes. not going to work.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, for us to go into another country, take one side. You know, of a proxy civil war, basically. It Mm -hmm. just, it's already, if if we didn't learn from the last 20 years, I
2: don't know what else to say. And Russia has more assets than um, some of the poor tribes of Afghanistan. As well. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. We'll keep you up to date on that. And just kind of lastly, in a fun little, you uh, know, we'll do a hodgepodge. Oh, hodgepodge! Buffet. Bum, bum, Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. He was very. <laughs> oh, he God. was popular. That's not the
3: first thing I want to see at a buffet at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Michael Avenatti. He's eating all the shrimp. <laughs> he's Sir, licking. He is a shrimp. Sir, this is an
3: Arby's. He's licking all the hot dogs and putting them back.
2: <laughs> Put it back on the roller dog. Michael Avenatti. This man is such a piece of shit. He's been a piece of shit forever. He represented Stormy Daniels, the stripper but he took all of her money and I love Stormy I'm team Stormy all the freaking way she sued him for stealing all of her freaking money he is now going to act as his own attorney uh, mm. in the case Stormy alleges that he stole $300,000 of her money and she was supposed to be paid that because of a book and uh Avenatti said he had a breakdown of with some communication and was just forced to embezzle all that cash okay oh my god <laughs> this is another reminder of how important it is to remember that just because somebody is against somebody that you're also against, it doesn't mean they're good. Right. Michael Avenatti was television news's golden boy.
3: Literally, people were like, mm. "Are you
2: going to run for president? You should mm. run for president."
3: He was a schmuck since day one. Right. And they made him a commentator in CNN for a hot minute. Oh God! Just because he was anti-Trump, but really, what he was doing was just again like any any lawyer who chases a, uh, an ambulance. <laughs> he was just chasing <laughs> Stormy <laughs> Daniels money that he knew she was going to get.
2: absolutely and stormy politically she got dead wrong there was that undercover operation in ohio where the guy touched her boob and then right. like you let us touch your boob that's right leave these women alone that's especially right. stormy daniels michael evanotti give the freaking money back Uh, To this woman that you hoodwinked
3: out of it. And hopefully Avenatti gets what the Columbus Police Department got. And because of that Stormy Daniels controversy where she she was literally just making an appearance uh, at a strip club. And then they had the the police vice division there to basically stir things up and try to take her down. It ended up getting the entire vice department eliminated from the Columbus police. And they are now going through major reforms. So hopefully Avenatti gets the same treatment. Yeah. Just, I mean, just. Scumbags all around, and he's trying to be his own lawyer. I <laughs> guess I profess to say a man who <clears throat> serves as his own lawyer has a fool for a client. Yes,
2: mm. he does. All oh, right, uh, and that fool, of course, it was not Stormy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And technically, that was one of the very strange, one of the rare times where Donald Trump tried to do something right. No. Yeah, he actually tried to pay her.
3: He, he to
4: pay. I mean, it was with campaign funds.
2: But. Right. <laughs> I think the disagreement was
4: that, like, Avenatti's defense was like, you just got to take, you just got to agree to. To take something, and he's like, "No, no, I'm innocent." Right? <laughs> right well, right, he's right, right. crazy, yeah. man.
2: I mean, the dude thought he could extort Nike. That's yeah. yeah. What and, and are you Sony doing? And Is like a bunch thing? of yeah. yeah. It's out yeah. of his freaking mind. Yeah. His
4: comment was, "There has been a breakdown in the relationship between me and my counsel that goes to the heart of my ability to mount a defense." Yeah, they know you're you're wrong. Yeah, maybe. One lawyers were
2: like, "You're wrong." Yeah. He's going with the Ted Bundy approach. <laughs> we'll see if it works out. <laughs> Just give this woman her freaking money back. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how anyone could sleep at night knowing that all of their money is just being stolen or all of the money that they have they're stealing like I, I don't like Bernie Madoff just yeah. seems like stressful to me but yeah. I guess they don't feel it no. I don't know I Sociopaths, guess they really don't
3: feel psychopaths. it Psychopaths. yeah they don't have actual real feelings
2: so it's like hard like does Michael Avenatti know he's a piece of shit I, oh, I don't think so I don't think so he probably doesn't anyway think so. well speaking of pieces of shit uh, Lauren Boebert, there were some Jewish <laughs> vid- visitors at the Capitol, and then she oh, uh, made a joke saying that they were on a reconnaissance mission.
1: No, oh, okay, God.
3: She's getting all her, she made fun of Ilhan Omar for being Muslim, and now she's making fun of Jewish people. Buddy,
2: she's a psycho. Good uh, grief.
3: She's getting all her religions confused.
2: Yeah. And of course, again, this was the oh, woman that uh, gave all of the tours before January 6th and uh, oh, whatever. Um, so she there was some Jewish visitors uh they were there to see New York representative Tom Suzuzo or mm. Tom Susie 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 Su- okay Susie Tom Susie uh and this was on the anniversary of the end of the Iran hostage crisis which was forty one years ago mm. so they were there they think they're at the Capitol it should be classy nice. nice building just I mean I don't need it to be you know
4: just yeah. nice yeah just so like you got cordial going in so yeah. you think you you know there's a level of a uh, of professionalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: and, and some of them were wearing yarmulkes. And the organizer of the visit was reportedly an Orthodox Jew, uh, so he had like the traditional beard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, the elevator doors arrived, they opened, Bobert emerged, and a witness said she looked over to the visitors from head to toe and asked if they were there for reconnaissance. Oh, uh, the Jesus rabbi Christ, <laughs> is that insane? That's insane. Like, they are this is a representative, they're uh, at the state house, like, this is our. This is the people's house. And
3: keep in mind, she she made up another elevator story about Ilhan Omar and That's the cop right. running up all nervous. And then I look over and see Ilhan Omar and I'm like, she's not wearing a backpack. We must be fine. Yeah.
2: And this is according to the rabbi. He's like, when I heard that, I actually turned to the person standing next to me and be like, what, did I just hear that? Yeah. Because I think that is, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I suppose, Fernando, you get, uh, I mean, you get more Hispanic slurs, slurs thrown at you than I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, don't you just have to be like, did Did you say that? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, sometimes I'm
4: so not. Uh, I, it happens
2: a lot. Oh, yeah. that sometimes I don't even realize I forget happening. the story that you tell. You were with your sister and then somebody said something and she was just like, what? And you're like, yeah, I don't know.
4: That. Well, the, my favorite is uh, this guy started singing the Speedy Gonzalez
2: like theme song. Whenever, oh, my gosh. <laughs> whenever
3: I, Who even remembers that? That, that, yeah. that, that? It was like, what is happening? Was the Mexican hat song? And I what will say
2: this. Fernando breaks stereotypes every day. He's very slow. Oh. Okay. Wow. That- <laughs> no, I'm
1: right. just joking.
2: Okay. I'm just joking around. Uh so the rabbi also mentioned the recent hostage situation in Texas yeah, at the synagogue. At the synagogue. And then he said people are sensitive right now, but I think people that would be I come on. People are uh Almost, I think they're <sighs> less sensitive in many ways. I was watching something, I think it was in '96. Speaking of Chuck Schumer, mm-hmm. uh, he was, it was a debate, and the commentator on New York One was like, You guys are really going at each other. Um, I forget who his opponent was, but his opponent called, Chuck Schumer a schmuck, yeah. and then the guy was like, the commentator was like, "Sir, you refer to Mr. Schumer as a schmuck. Would you like to take that back, sir?" And then he's like, "No, I would not. Whoa. He's a schmuck." And then Schumer called him a schmuck, and they're like, "This is crazy. It's a schmuck off. This it's a schmuck of off." Heart. And now it's like, "Your wife's a whore, and <laughs> okay. your dick is small."
3: Yeah, all right. Your yeah. wife's ugly. Your wife's ugly, <laughs> ugly and, your you. and your Thank dick you. is small, and your hands are small, and Thank my balls you, are sir. big. And- yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man. Uh, and the rabbi goes on to say, after again being confronted by a random bitch that is Lauren Boebert as the elevator doors open yeah he says I'm not sure to be offended or not right um Bobert said uh, this is what she had to say okay she said I saw a large group and I made a joke sadly when Democrats see the same they demonize my family for a year straight oh my God. too short to see anyone's yarmulkes what the hell because she's too short She added that quote: "She's too short to see anyone's
3: yarmulkes." Oh my god! That's so So she admits she's she's being discriminated against because she's short. So I don't freaking know what this psycho
2: bitch is doing, dude. She wants to be a victim. The large group. She tries to be a victim. I saw a large group and I made a joke. Sadly, when Democrats see the same, they dehumanize my family for a year straight, which I don't understand. Does she wear yarmulkes? No, she's short.
4: To (laughs) To juxtaposition this, why didn't Ted Cruz say that he called those people terrorists as a joke? Exactly. Bobert can do it. Bobert can look at
3: people, just (sighs) citizens, and make a racist joke calling them terrorists, basically. And The the sad thing we were talking about polarization earlier, Lauren Boebert could potentially take this story, say it's the liberal left, twisting words and attacking her and then donate, 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 click, 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 click.
2: Right. And of course, Representative Stephen Cohen uh, of Tennessee, uh, he's Jewish. As well, so perhaps he, uh, maybe that's why she doesn't uh, like what? the Jewish people because he was one. He was one of them who saw Bobert giving the tour. Uh huh. This is the, what Bobert had to say. She says, "I've never given a tour of the U.S. Capitol to any outside group." As I previously stated, I brought my family to the Capitol on January second for a tour, and on the third for pictures to commemorate the day I was sworn in as a member of Congress. So she is basically just saying that her family is indeed. Potential a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of insurrectionists. A <laughs> right. All right, cool. So just why are these immature idiots the ones in charge? Right. You don't even do that in middle school. Uh, no. But pol- you don't even do
3: that. In, mm. in, in. It's ridiculous. Polarization. That's how she will probably win her primary again. And then depending on if her district gets redrawn at all, she will probably go on to serve a second term.
2: And it really is sad because Colorado is a beautiful state. And it's not even this is not about policy even
3: no it's about her right that's what we were talking about when she dinged omar a couple months ago it, it so doesn't do is... anything for your constituents no, it doesn't. it's just oh you're owning the left and that's what these firebrands are what? running on
2: yeah exactly like anyway calling them terrorists I so bobert yeah just lastly that was the o- the omar thing was i looked she's in the elevator with elon she's like i looked to my left and there's elon Obert and i said well at least she doesn't have a backpack we should be fine we should be
3: fine oh.
2: so there you go just lol raffle
3: <laughs> yeah
2: uh, all right. And just lastly, in celebrity news, Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. Uh-huh, they're fam- famous. Well, yeah, they are. <laughs> but OK. But they met with someone who was more famous. Oh, uh, oh, they had brunch or lunch or maybe it was coffee with Kim Kardashian. Oh, oh she's famous. The Kardashians, The Darcian, Kim Kardashian of the Kardashian clan. Um <laughs> I believe this is evidence that Hillary Clinton wants to run because Kim Kardashian, number one, she's a true influencer. People go where she goes. They, if Kim Kardashian tells them to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Also, this is Hillary attempting to reach a demographic she failed so miserably at. Mm. So miserably. Mm. The hot sauce thing with the breakfast club. Oof. Never do this again. Never Hillary. do that, please. So I think this is possibly the beginning of her trying to lay a ground, the groundwork For the political public influencer side Mm -hmm. of a political campaign. So we'll see Kim Kardashian, uh, Clinton Kardashian 2024. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
3: Well, that would do it for sure. I mean, my God, Hillary, put that hot sauce away. You got Kim (laughs) on your side. This is huge. Yeah. They uh, they met at the uh, Hot and Cool Café oh isn't that fun yeah i guess so <laughs> well i guess so
2: yeah yep indeed and uh the uh um, kim's hot hillary's cool sure yeah. sure the the meeting was tied to hillary and chelsea's upcoming apple tv series oh
3: no oh, another no. thing priming you for a run <laughs> yeah. oh it's perfect you oh go. god yeah, do, you go. do you
2: know what the oh, i mean I, I don't want to malign this it's just and correct me if i'm wrong which sometimes occurs but i feel like this is patronizing Uh it is called gutsy women
3: okay and it's
2: inspired by the best-selling novel the book of gutsy women favorite stories of courage and resilience resilience and i love i love i that's not it's nice we're not talking about the book we're not talking about the book but it just it just seems like kim kardashian chelsea and hillary meeting around to talk about gutsy women how fun
3: Mm. anyway well that's what happens when you have brunch you put it all in your gut Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. You that's do. very gutsy. Very gutsy.
2: Yes. And Kardashian, uh, last month she did pass the baby bar exam, oh. which is a key test to getting to becoming an attorney. Yep. And her dad was an attorney. Oh. You jerked off OJ. Okay. You know, he got OJ got, got off. <laughs> off.
3: Right. Yes. <laughs> different. No. You
2: know. <laughs> you know. Mm. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Uh, this is the only episode this week because I gotta go back on the road. But I can't wait to be on the road without everybody. But we will be back next week. We'll do twofer.
3: You'll be going to our nation's capital.
2: I'll be going to Washington, D.C. Oh. I'm going to break my dry jan a little early because I need whiskey. <laughs> Smokey.
3: You're going to need whiskey before you get a tour of the capital from Lauren Bobert. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go find <laughs> Bobert. Oh, my God. What do you think she'll say to Ben? Uh, yeah, she'll, 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 look, she'll do she'll a she'll tall thing. For, yeah, because she's very
4: short.
2: Yeah, she'll do a typical tall thing. Like, she's, she's just here.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, bonk. <laughs> hey, what are you doing after the session?
3: <laughs>
2: Bobert. <laughs> hey, Bobert, what are you doing after your session?
3: <laughs> Sir, you want to hang out? Sir, this is the Wendy's. You want to hang out? <laughs> Bobert. Hey, Bobert. All
2: right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. Um, you know what? Let's just go back. Let's go out with Kid Rock. All right. Yeah. He, Kid Rock bring us in. And Kid Rock taketh out. Yes, he does. Hail yourselves, everybody. We really hope you're doing well out there. Let's listen to some Kid Rock and just go out to the melodic melodies. Mm. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon.
4: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful?